All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right, and we're back here with another week of Batman. Oh, uh, yeah. We actually just did an episode a couple days ago because we got that one out late, but we're back here on schedule. Uh, sometimes we get things out on time. Oh, yeah, uh, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're, this week we're going to be doing uh, Batman and Robin the uh, by Grant Morrison. It's actually not Bruce Wayne. It's actually going to be a Batman story centered around Dick Grayson as Batman. Bat-dicks. And, Dick yes, Bat. Bat-dicks. Well, Bat-dicks. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like Bat-dicks? Dick? It's a bad, it's a bad Come sound. On. No, it's great. Uh, and then his sidekick is Damien, the best Robin. Oh yeah. Sorry, Dick. I mean, not to everyone, but I like to him. me. He's my favorite Robin. Yeah, he's awesome. And, and this is actually the run where he uh, came about. This isn't his first appearance. He started back in the beginning of the Morrison run. Uh, but this is kind of like where we won't talk about or spoil what happens. But Batman's out of the picture. Uh, we don't need to go into why or how or what have you. But yeah, Batman, yeah. or sorry, uh, Dick Grayson is Batman now. So that's where we pick up. I was going to say, what is like the overall reception for Damien? No, I, th- I think Damien's pretty popular because he's kind of like uh, an interesting take between. Because uh, he actually has an interesting origin where he came from uh, an old book called like Batman and the Demon Son, where Talia and him were together for a little while. Okay. And like got married. And like Batman thought, like his idea was like, if I lead the League of Assassins, maybe I can like change them better or use them for good uh if i actually take a role of leadership yeah uh but he backed out at the last second but then at the end of that arc it's revealed that like talia like might have been pregnant okay so they it was kind of drawn from that morrison kind of fucked up uh the memory of that story and they even admitted that later like saying that um that they like forgot how the origin of, of that story like came because in the original Batman run it shows Damien as or Talia is like stealing like Batman's sperm and like making <laughs> Damien out of it. I'm like, Ugh. that's that's uh, a little gross. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> um, like it, it sucks because Morrison had just remembered it properly. It could have very organically worked its way in there. <laughs> so was that just supposed to be something where Bruce Wayne just left his semen laying around? Yeah, and she was or just like, let me actually, take some of this. Did he actually have vials of it just like in case? I Honestly, I could see Bruce Wayne doing that for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, like an Ozymandias. <laughs> I could see it being like a Jack Donaghy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Right. Gotta get the bat sperm frozen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is where Damien uh, takes over as Robin as well. Um, the other so the other Robins are around, like uh, Tim uh, Tim Drake gets mentioned here in, in briefly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when Batman disappeared, where we pick up this run, uh Damien was already Robin. Mm-hmm. So this is Dick Grayson being like, well, this is Batman's like son. Like, if I owe Bruce anything, like, I got to raise this kid right. Like, I get, like, he, to give a little bit of background about Damien, he was raised by Talia Al Ghul, his yeah. mom, to be an assassin. Yep. And, like, found Batman, like, not even probably a year before this run takes place. Yep. So Damien is still very, very rough around the edges, which makes him, like, very edgy. But he, the, the thing I love about Damien is he's always, like, trying to be better. Yeah. So you get always, like, you get that arc of, like, well, he's learning like to like be a little bit softer, like more compassionate, because like he he idolizes Batman and, and now Dick Grayson and like wants to like be like them. Yep. So uh, so I'm excited to get into that because uh, Damian I love and Dick Grayson's pretty great too. Yeah, and if you haven't read Morrison's like Batman run where Damian's introduced, it's amazing. Yeah, you sh- uh, I would highly recommend reading the Morrison run from the beginning, the Morrison oh, yeah. Batman run it's because well worth it. it's all worth it, especially like once you get like to the middle of it into Final Crisis, like one of the best DC stories ever. Yeah, once that um, crosses over, like it's uh, it's so good. Yeah, this is like in the wake of Final Crisis, just to set the scene. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be reading this book, and then it, after that, watching the Batman and Robin movie. 
yeah. which because you wanted to read this book, sadly, it's on you that we had to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, I kind of walked into that. I even had a thought I, where we were talking. I think it might have been on the last episode even. Yep. Where it's like, uh, why did we choose to watch the the Batman and Robin and Schumacher once? Like, oh, because I wanted to read the Batman and Robin comic. Yeah, and you were like, oh, at least the music in this will be good. It'll be that Elfman music. Like, no, that's not nope, him. That was, that was uh, Tim Burton. And in this movie, you were like, well, we'll, we'll get to see that weird kiss from a rose. Oh, song. yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I had a weird, like, fake memory of, because uh, uh, the kiss from a rose music video it was all Batman themed, right? But in this in Batman and Robin movie, I thought for sure that uh, there was a scene of Alfred's funeral where like Batman tosses a rose on Alfred's grave. Like, Alfred didn't rain. even die. He didn't I don't die. know where you got that from either. They <laughs> let it up the whole movie. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that'll be what we're going to be covering today. Uh, in the weeks to come, we're going to be starting our Wonder Woman coverage. Yep, we're going to be doing Finally. that. For- Yes, finally. We had that series planned for a while, but we're going to be starting it. Uh, So next week, just to give people a chance to read ahead, we're going to... uh I figured this would be a good Wonder Woman transition story to do between our Batman and Wonder Woman weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be, first of all, we're going to be watching the Linda Carter Wonder Woman show. We're going to watch probably two episodes of that. Uh, we'll see how uh, how much we want to watch that each <laughs> how week. <good. laughs> yeah. I'm hoping it's better than the Hulk. If it's better than the Hulk, it'll have me. Because Hulk was very close to having me, but it did not. After that boxing episode, that lost me. <laughs> I mean, I know it was a pop culture hit, so, I yeah, mean, hopefully... We'll um, but yeah, we're going to be watching that, and then we're going to be reading uh, the first arc of the Greg Rucka Wonder Woman run, which was called, again, I, I cannot pronounce this. I tried to earlier, and I did really very bad. It's the H- Hecate? Hecate? H- no, it's not. I don't think it's Hecate, because that's a different thing. Hecate? It's like Hikta or the Hikta. I'm so I, I'm so sorry, way. everybody. <laughs> Hopefully, way. you all know what I'm talking about. It's the Batman Wonder Woman story. Okay, uh, but it's gonna be pretty dope. So I'm excited to get into that. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be starting the Batman stuff now. Uh, the story, I think we mentioned it, but yeah, it's uh, written by uh, uh, I almost said Frank Morrison. <laughs> written by Grant Morrison and art by uh, Frank uh, uh, Quitley. And we have, uh, I think that's that's the whole creative team pretty much right no, there. No, they've got it. It's on the... It doesn't say the letter, does it? No, it does. It's on uh, page... Uh... Oh, it's in the comic? It's on page five. Ah, well, see, they put it on page five. That's way too late for the credits. Yeah. Bottom left corner, page five. Patrick Brosseau. Brosseau. There we go. We went back for you, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, colorist Alex Sinclair. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, because the art, especially like in this run, I mean, this goes anytime we cover a, a Frank Quitely book. Um, the, the, like the art is always fantastic. Oh yeah, he, he, he really blows it out of the water with these first couple pages because it's like uh, Dick and Damien, like in like the Batwing, kind of chasing after this. Uh, it's more like a bat hover car, actually. Yeah, it looks kind of weird, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, and they're <laughs> like chasing. They're like a high speed chase with these uh, these criminals, and uh, yeah, this, the Toad. Yeah, this is a guy who looks like a Toad. His name is the Toad. Yeah. Uh, get trying to get away from Batman, and, and uh, they launch this uh th- this spread page. They start with is really great. This is the first thing that grabbed me when I read this. Like they're chasing behind this car, and the missile shoots to try to like blow up in front of the car to like knock it off track. Yep. And like the missile, like the way the lettering is done, like with the art, like does the sound effect with the missile streak. Yeah, I it's think like that's really out cool. In the flames. Yeah, I I thought that was really dope when I first read this. Yeah, a lot of like the like the high speed action like chases in this like in these few issues are really awesome. Like, yeah, and I, ha- just, I love Frank Wiley so much. Oh yeah, me too. And it happens again when the car hits the water. Like it says "splash" written in the water as it splashes. Yep, that's dope. I really think that's cool. Yeah, it's a nice touch. Um, but this is also going to be the uh, story that introduces us to Professor Pig, uh, who is not necessarily uh, like a huge part of the Batman Rogues Gallery, although it seems like he is becoming that. Is that a Morrison? 
Yeah, original? this is the first appearance of him. Okay, yep. that's what I thought. Because um, after, I mean, even after this, he went to went on to appear like in the, the Arkham games for at least one of them. I can't remember which one. It I think was. it was Origins. It might have been Origins. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he, um, like when we saw that spread page in Batman Universe, Professor Pig was on there. Yep. Like he's, I think he's at this point like a well-respected member of the Batman Rogue Gallery. So the character kind of stuck. Yeah, he's a great villain. He's a he's, very like, uh, he's horrifying. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, like a great like horror villain. Yeah, he's like fucking gluing faces onto people. I'm like, no, please. Yeah, and all those scenes with like all the weird-looking doll people he's making, or yeah. the way uh, Frank Wiley like draws it. He's so good with like kind of bubble-type surfaces where like it just looks so like. It's such good. Body oh yeah, the horror. wrinkles. Yeah, that, like, that, that's his thing. You tell him to do a bubbly face, he's like, "I'm on it." Oh yeah, Frank Wiley's <laughs> the master of that. Uh, but yeah, so it starts out with Batman chasing these criminals, and they do give him the name Pig, uh, just to kind of set them on the trail. Um, in these early issues, one thing that I think that really stands out, like the heart of this book, is like Dick Grayson. Like you know, he's a new Batman. That's like the thing that really makes this book different than a lot of Batman books. Is yeah, it's not Bruce. Like Dick is not confident necessarily in what he's doing. Like, yeah, he's he, good at it, but he doesn't know that he is doing well. Yeah, and he brings it up to Alfred. I mean, he's like, I don't even. He's like, I know the cops and everyone doesn't. They, they know something's up. They know I'm not Batman. Yeah, and it's like that. That's got to be such a weird feeling. Like, yeah, showing up and trying it, to be that. Yep, he's got uh, hard core like imposter syndrome here yeah um and alfred keeps trying to hype him up he, like he, there's a really good speech later on where he goes up to dick grayson and he's like no like batman bruce was not batman mm-hmm. batman like think of it like you're an actor you grew up as an actor think of batman as a role in a grand play yeah like you've been cast as the grand role now go out there and put out like a big show yeah that's like one of my favorite alfred moments of all time it's just like curtains up like and and, yep. and the spotlight's on you and it's just like thanks alfred like never let me forget the golden rule it's like the show must go on. It's just like, oh, God. Hell yeah. So fucking wholesome. Yep, that's such a great moment. <laughs> God damn it. Alfred's the MVP. Right. But but Dick Grayson is like the opposite in these moments of weakness because there's a really funny moment where like Dick Grayson's like, should I be Batman? And Damien just comes up. He's like, if you don't want to, I will. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, if you're not up to it, uh, Dick Grayson, like I'll take the mantle. I was already ready to be Batman. What am I waiting on you for? Step right. aside. So I was trained from birth for this. <laughs> you're 10. <laughs> <laughs> you're making a mockery of my dad's image. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's, there's a, a girl who gets kidnapped by Professor Pig, which is going to kind of be like the the catalyst of like the arc, because it kind of sends like Damien off on his own. Yep. Um, and then like he does also send kind of like his people who are fucked up on these chemicals, like after like the the police to kind of set like a big distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there's this, this guy with like a flaming face who he sends after, and like this woman who's like just been grown to like a giant size by these chemicals that <laughs> yeah. Professor Pig has. It's gross. I think one of them is like uh. So Professor Pig has like just a lot of like you know people he's kidnapped and just kind of like use these mind control masks to like turn into like you know monsters to fight for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he I think he calls them his dolls. Yeah, exactly. Which makes it ultimately more creepy. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's interesting seeing these like action scenes even because uh, normally like Batman or even Batman and Robin would just like effortlessly take out people like this. But it actually because Damien doesn't hasn't trained with Dick like at all. This is their, like really their first time going at, like uh, out like fighting crime together. Um, Damien is just like straight up just goes and does his own thing. Like he's only like ready to like fight by himself and like Batman can follow if he wants, but he's going to like go, you know, do his own fights. Yeah. He doesn't need help. So Damien breaks off to like fight a villain by himself while like, uh, uh Dick tries to like take out everyone else by himself. And it, like, it almost gets everything, like, fucked up so that you have that moment where they're like, no, we need to work together. Like, we're better than this. It's like, actually kind of an adorable moment with Damien because he's, like, fighting this huge woman and he basically ends up getting a bucket on her head and then just, like, <laughs> whacking her with a stick. Like, tell me who you're working for. Like, tell me. And, and like, the cops come in like, hey, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> it's like, I'm working. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then Dick Grayson comes by. He's like, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah. I almost had it out of him. Yeah, he has to pull a dad moment. <laughs> it's like, you're out of control. And then, yeah, in the commotion, the the toad ended up croaking. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, n- uh, not a good outing for Batman and Robin. No, and I mean, after that moment, too, after, like, Dick Grayson tries to stop him, Damien's like, fuck it. Like, I, if he's going to, like, try to get in my way, I need to just do things on my own. Yeah. And he straight up just, like, takes the motorcycle out to Professor Pig's hideout and tries to just, like, do everything himself. He's like, I'm a master assassin. Yeah. Like, I could almost beat Batman in a hand-to-hand fight. Like, I have this. Yep. Um, And so he goes, like, straight up to the compound, and, it, God, it's horrifying because mm-hmm. you see all these people with these melty masks, like, stuck to their face. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the woman's just like, help me. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's a bad time. Yeah, and he does get captured and like tied up, which I think at this point might have been part of his plan. It's not clear because he breaks out of the binds that they put him in very easily. So, oh yeah, like, uh, it does kind of seem like maybe like a Damien thing he would do because even when he first wakes up, he's like, "So who, who whose neck am I gonna break first? Mm-hmm. Like he's very confident. So I think that might even at least up to this point been part of his plan. Yeah, and a small kind of thing about this is uh, the the circus where he actually where Professor Pig is hiding out is actually the same like circus that uh, Joker. Uh, like made the hell house for Gordon in uh, the Killing Joke. Oh, is it really? Yeah, there's, there's a small yeah. moment in the next issue with uh, uh, Dick and uh, Gordon where like they're talking about everything that's going down, and Gordon's like, "Yeah, like I'm not a big fan of being back here. Like I kind of want to get out of here as soon as possible." Oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. interesting. It's like, and at that point, it's like, come on, Gotham, like, just tear that shit down. Yeah, close. Why to- is that still there? How popular <laughs> or how like well selling can this circus be? I'm pretty sure it's like run down. It's not even in business anymore. <laughs> you can do anything with that. Like, land. yeah, just tear it down. Yeah, Professor Pig kind of gives me, uh, like, American Psycho vibes, just with a pig mask. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, in this scene where he's, like, taunting Damien, he kind of gives me those vibes where he's just, like, kind of just, like, playing with his food a little bit. Yep. Oh, yeah, um, he enjoys it. Yeah, like, dancing and, like, pressing buttons with drills and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's Professor Pig. At one point, he twerks. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> like, that part was horrifying. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. He twerks, and, it's, and he says, uh, uh, his feet are pig's trotters. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Yeah, and he's using an iPod Nano. Yeah, that's right. iPod Nano, twerking pig. And that dates it. Yeah, so he breaks free pretty easily. I mean, it is like Damien. Like I said, he's a master assassin. So he kind of like jumps and breaks free and like tries to fight off everybody. And the problem, like I said, is it's not Damien gets beat by these people. Like that's not his issue. Like that's the one thing he knows. The thing he doesn't know is like how to properly handle like a hostage situation. Yeah. Like, he was <laughs> trained to like go in, kill everybody. Yeah. Like that's how what he knows. So he can handle that part. Mm-hmm. But then when try when it's like up to like rescuing a girl, like he, he knows what the mission is. He goes up to this girl who's been kidnapped and he's like, uh, like, what's your name? Okay. Okay, I promise I'll save you. Stay close to me. So he's got the mission right, but then yep. handling it as soon as Pig like tries to get away, Damien like he like gets laser vision on that and like, yep. f- completely forgets that he came here to save this girl and abandons her and jumps after this like minecart to chase after Pig and then the girl gets recaptured. Mm-hmm. So it's like another learning moment for Damien where he's like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, which sets up a big thing later on in the run too with that girl that he doesn't save. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's yeah, it's a tough page where like you see him like on the cart going after Pig as it goes down the railing, and then she's just like, "You promised." Yeah, and like his face is just like, "Ah, shit." Yeah, like, he's this like, "Oh, I fucked this bad. up." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like the the cart crashes outside the the carnival, and um, luckily Dick Grayson at this point is caught up with him. He, he like questioned one of the thugs and like came back and uh, hits Pig with the motorcycle and saves Damien. And what I like about Dick Grayson here is there's a moment here where you think he's going to, like, start yelling at him. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, why wouldn't he? 
like you went off by yourself and like almost got killed. Yeah. And like this, that's what Bruce would do. He would come in here and be like, "You're a fool. Like I never should have let you be Robin. Go back to the cave." Yeah, like, that's definitely what Bruce would have done to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Dick Grayson, like he, he points it out. He's like, "You sh- you shouldn't have come here. Like you should have scouted more. You should have talked to me. Like that was a mistake." But yep. good job with everything else. Let's yeah. kick some ass. All things uh, taken into context, not bad. Yeah. So that, that, that's the <laughs> difference between Dick Grayson Batman and Bruce right. Wayne Batman. Is Dick Grayson comes in here and he's like. There's no reason to remind you. It's not going to make the situation better. Let's go, kid. Let's do well. Right. It's a softer approach. Yeah, exactly. So it's like a, a positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And, and then immediately, like right after he says that, they're both like, yeah. And they both like kick the door open together. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Damon even kind of like has a moment. He's like, he's like, there was a girl like, did, did you just save my life? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I've been doing this for a while, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so yeah, so they and it's kind of it's interesting because Damien finds the or sorry, uh, Dick finds the cure very easily. Like it's even marked like cure. Yeah, and he even comments like this was really easy to find. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like you wanted this to be found, but like we have to do it or these people are gonna die. Yep. Um, and they do it, and God, this next part's terrifying because like all the people who had the mass on go to the hospital. And like they have this cure, and then like the hot, the, even the doctors are like running away because they're like, oh my god, the like the faces are like bringing their like the masks are coming off, but their faces are coming with it. Yep. And then Professor Pig's just like laughing from his cell, and I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, just like oink oink. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. Ugh. The next page is really good, especially just for the art, because it's just Batman and Robin going to do the next mission, which they don't really hint at. But I love the art of just them going up to this mansion like uh, in the night with like the red sky in the background and then just the bat signal shining from the headlights onto the building. Yeah, it's a great page. Yep. God, I love that. And then like yeah, there's a lot of great covers for this uh for this book as well. Like some that you sh- you see like we're reading, uh I'm at least reading it on Comicsology right now, so I can see all those with it right now. Yep. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of cool uh art in this, especially. Uh, the the art ends with uh, like the one of the prisoners escaping, and is that the girl that he that's rescued? the girl that Damien didn't rescue? R- yeah, oh, right, yeah, and then she kind of like teams up with uh, like she gets rescued by the Red Hood, yep, like the old Red Hood, the one with the tall red mask, yeah, the classic design, yep, and so that's the cliffhanger that they leave it on because then as soon as that character appears, you're like, who is it? Who's it gonna be? Like, what Red Hood am I dealing with here? Yeah, because it could be a number. Yeah, so it's uh, a good reason to read the rest of the Morrison run. Oh yeah. Yeah, the rest is still awesome. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, I highly recommend reading the Morrison run from start to finish. It's very rewarding. Oh, yeah. Like, it goes, like, all the way from, like, the start of it where, when Damien gets introduced all the way, like, through into the New 52. It's a long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, like, 16 or 18 issues. Well, I just mean, like, for the whole Morrison run. Even even this run is oh, 18 uh, issues. Oh, just yeah. the Batman and Robin is, like, 18 issues. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so that'll be the end of our Batman and Robin coverage. We were just doing that first uh, uh, Professor Pig story. Uh, after that, it continues on into some good stuff as well. Um, but we can't do that because you know what we have to do next? I unfortunately do. Yeah, we have to talk <laughs> about that Batman and Robin movie, which I've talked about. I had actually never seen. First timer. Mm-hmm. It was uh, interesting. Yeah, it's an experience. I, ha- I I think we were told that it was originally made to sell toys, which looking back on it makes a lot more sense now to me. Oh, yeah. That was the, pretty much the main motivation. Yeah. So it kind of seems like a movie where things are just kind of like happening and being big with giant spinning twirly devices. Oh, yeah. It's like, you want to buy my freeze ray? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I definitely had Mr. Freeze action figures and like the Mr. Freeze like weird fucking Zamboni car. <laughs> <laughs> I would have bought those Batmobiles. Dude, on- there were some awesome toys. I'll, I'll give them that. They definitely suckered me. Um, this movie, unfortunately, recasted Batman because we talked about it. I mean, if you didn't listen last week, yep. we talked about Batman Forever, and we actually liked Val Kilmer as yeah, Batman. Yeah, he's a great Batman. Yeah, uh, the casting. George Clooney, unfortunately, very, very bad. Yeah, it was so far the rough. worst Bruce Wayne I think I've seen. 
Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know who would be worse. Yeah, pretty much from what I saw, Val Kilmer basically just didn't want to come back because he, A, didn't like the kind of style or like tone he the, saw the, the, writing the first on the movie wall. was in. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> saw what it was, where it was heading. And he just wasn't like digging the whole Batman thing. Like, he just wasn't about it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but this one, uh, so yeah, Batman gets recasted. Um, Robin is the, played by the same person, uh, yep. Chris O'Donnell, I think. Yep. Um, Dude, do you know who almost was Robin in that? Huh? Uh, or it might have been, no, in Batman Forever, uh, fucking Christian Bale. Oh, what? Yeah, he that was almost Robin wild. for that. So he never would have been Batman if that happened. Probably, yeah. Or maybe he would have. You know, maybe. You, know. you never know. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a little on the nose, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but then, yeah, we also do, of course, get uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, which... <laughs> which, like, it's enjoyable. It's better than I was expecting <laughs> based on what I've heard. Oh, yeah. So I was... Uh, honestly, this movie, I'm glad I went into it with so low expectations, because it was still bad. Don't oh, get yeah. me wrong, but, yeah. like, I got a little bit more out of it than I think if I would have gone into it expecting anything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the freeze puns definitely get old after a while, but oh, there's some that are still good. <laughs> the, the movie's just way too long. Like, that's oh, yeah. the problem. Like, it's, it's just, it makes the cardinal sin of a bad movie. It's just boring. Yeah, that's the hard part. Like, it's hard to even watch this as just, like, you know, fun, like, bad movie times because there are, it's just so many parts that drag on yep. and are just, like, really, like, the movie is like over two hours long and there's a lot of parts where we paused it and we're like, how is there still 45 minutes left? <laughs> yeah. Like it was like an hour into it and there's like a 10 minute motorcycle racing scene. And it's like, why are we doing this? That was terrible. That's the most egregious use of time. <laughs> like, why do we have time for this? Oh God. And like, and the movie literally opens up. The first scene is just a fucking bat nips and bat cake. Like just <laughs> well, that's fucking. Fair. Oh yeah. I mean, you got to start it out on that. You got to get the bat cake in there. Or else how are we going to know? Oh yeah. Um, because, I mean, like, some parts are, like, watchable. Like, bad, certainly. But mm-hmm. watchable and, like, kind of fun because of the f- big set pieces. And it kind of reminds me of, like, Gotham, how it should look in, like, oh, a more cartoony yeah. environment. Yeah, a lot of the, uh, like, des- uh, the set design and, like, costumes are still awesome. Yeah, and, like, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy is, like, Best actually, part of the movie. Actually, not bad. Yeah. Probably the best good. part of the movie. Yeah. At I mean, least for they me. gave her like some pretty bad lines at a lot of parts. Oh, yeah. And didn't let her use the pl- actual plant powers enough, which is a, you wouldn't think that would be a thing you could complain about, but she doesn't really use the plants until like the end of the movie. It's literally like two minutes she uses them. Yeah. And the rest is just making people horny. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which is a, a part of her power yeah. set, but it's the plants. That's the main thing. Her name is Poison Ivy. Yeah. Like she does it at the very beginning. And the very end, that's it. And then she gets killed by her own plant, which I don't know why or how that happens, but... Yeah, it did make a ton of sense. <laughs> well, no, she didn't die, but, like, she got or, Oh, that's it, right, yeah. she did end up But then we're up. pretty but much... gets killed by Freeze. Yeah, we're led to believe she gets horribly, like, mutilated by Freeze at the end. Yeah, so, no. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed her in this movie. She was decent. Oh, yeah. Um... There was a Woodrow cameo if uh, for the Swamp Thing fans like us. Yeah, they basically made him Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, Dr. Woodrow Frankenstein, which actually, looking back at it now that that's Woodrow, I can buy it a little bit more. I could see Woodrow doing all those things, like creating Bane. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, Bane. Oh, we have to talk Bane, about yeah. Bane. Yep. I, I didn't know he was going to be in this movie because I wasn't expecting it because Bane is like a more recent Batman villain yep. than a lot of the other, these other characters. That was probably right off the cusp around that time it came out. Yeah, it was probably like them like being like, we're going to take like a hot new Batman character and like, you know, really get the comic fans on board. Well, plus the Bane toys were big too. So yeah. there you go. And honestly, I loved Bane in this movie. I don't yeah. know how to explain what made him so likable for me, but I loved it. We literally, <laughs> we did a tracker. He says nine words in the entire movie. They basically made him the Hulk, which, <laughs> yeah. fine. He's basically um, just a Hulk that is Uma Thurman's uh, bodyguard. But they just give him such great costumes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they literally put him in like a Dick Tracy overcoat Detective and, and like, a, like a freaking hat. 
I need to see more of Detective Bane. I would watch that show. Uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like a fucking thwomp now, but <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. Uh, uh. Oh man, no, it was pretty good. No, he was great. He's just, like flying helicopters and like driving taxis. It's like this is ludicrous. <laughs> yeah, but I was rolling with it the whole time. Oh sure. I mean, friggin' after seeing the uh, literally within the first ten or fifteen minutes, we get uh, friggin' batman and robin on ice skates and then there's oh, a, there's a the scene, scene of robin <laughs> literally playing hockey with a diamond and like yeah. mr freeze has a bunch of minions like literally with ice skates too playing <laughs> hockey against him and they all have hockey sticks for yeah. some reason <laughs> like i think the thing that keeps these movies like a little bit enjoyable for me is they do seem to get the characters always at least like right like, yeah at least a little bit the riddler was a little bit off but they got some of the important parts right I mean, basically, my like the main Mister Freeze hook that you needed was there. Yeah, like, you had the Nora. They thing. were really too late with like the the good twist at the end. They were really too late with that. With um, uh... with him kind of like giving the cure up, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was his moment of like humanity, but it came like a little too late for well, me. Well, okay, I don't know if we talked about this when we watched it, but like, did he have that cure the whole time? It it was. Uh... Oh well, yeah, was that the cure for his? That was a cure thing? for Nora and Alfred. So I think he had Wait, that. Did Nora get cured at the end of the movie? I don't remember. Well, because he thought uh, that Poison Ivy killed her because she like smashed a tank she was in. But then Batman was like, "No, she didn't stick around long enough. We managed to save her at the last second and like got her stable." Oh. So like, and then he's like, "Oh, okay. Here's the cure I've had." <laughs> it's like, "Wait, you've had this?" It's like it maybe didn't it's make like sense. a thing where he's just like a creepy like I'm going to keep her in ice. She's perfect this way. Yeah, like, maybe. Like it may, it's more like the new 52 uh, Mr. Freeze, which everyone hated. Oh, yeah. Where it makes him, like, it's less about, like, saving his wife and more about just being, like, a creepy, like, doll collector. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's it's not great. Yeah. But, yeah, so probably my biggest gripe with this movie is that the running theme for, like, the big conflict between Batman and Robin through most of it is that they both get, like... Uh, ivy poison ivy like pheromone like love pheromone or whatever yeah. and batman realizes that and he's like okay like i'm in love with her but like i know it's just a trap like i can't be into it but like he tries to explain this to dick so many times and dick is literally just in a fight with batman because he thinks that batman's trying to cock block him he's like you get all the hot <laughs> super villains like why she loves yeah. me why can't i be with her yeah how come batman gets to have sex with super villains and i don't <laughs> <laughs> so literally like damn it hour... dick, damn it dick that's a great point but no <laughs> <laughs> the second hour of this movie is just dick grayson trying to kiss poison ivy and getting mad at batman that he's like cock blocking him. yeah oh and then the the killer twist of i'm gonna kiss her but then <laughs> fake lips he literally puts on lip condoms but the thing is that it wouldn't work that's, well first of all i don't even care about that uh the thing is he only did that so he could kiss poison ivy oh yeah he didn't have to kiss her oh he did no 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 that didn't give him like an advantage no or anything. not none whatsoever he was just like i really want to kiss uma thurman I need to put on this thing and i can get away with it <laughs> batman you didn't think of that okay speaking of kissing uma thurman we got the biggest treat in this movie. Jesse Ventura. That was not a treat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he was, but then it turns out that Uma Thurman had to kiss him. Which, <laughs> oh my God, I feel so bad That was for disturbing. Her. But no, it was hilarious. Fucking Jesse Ventura. I was not expecting him Literally plays one of uh, Mr. Freeze's like, prison guards, and it is so fucking Get funny. Get ready for the cold ray, Ice Face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like brings in Mr. Freeze, just like, you're coming to the cold zone, Ice Face. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is fucking, it's just prime time, Jesse Ventura. I was not expecting that i was like why, why? oh god why? it was the greatest oh yeah and can we talk about uh the bat card oh yeah the bat <laughs> credit card yeah 
Ludicrous. Yeah, because they, they do first... one of those like creepy like wife auction things or like oh, date yeah. auctions that yeah. like rich people do, which is just like, no, why? Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, it's unfortunately a thing. <laughs> uh, and then like Poison Ivy comes in like using all her powers and she's like, who wants to buy me, boys? Yeah. And, and like Batman's like, two million. <laughs> Robin's like, eight million. Batman's like, you don't have that kind of money. It's like, I'll get a loan from you. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't make sense. Three million. I'll put it on my credit card. He has a bad credit card. I'm like, Literally turns to Rob and it's just like, I never leave home without it. <laughs> That's just why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Schumacher had to throw that in there, but he did. Because the last one was like goofy and campy, but like it never like went that far with it. There would never be a bat credit card. Or maybe like, Schumacher at one point was just like, this movie's been taken away from me by the executives. Like, I'm just going to go crazy with it and see if they stop I me. I think at a certain point <laughs> he was just like, fuck it, I'm making this as ridiculous as possible. <laughs> I'm going to make them put this out. <laughs> <laughs> they can't stop me. They already made the toys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, again, the set pieces, we talked about this in the last movie. Gotham looks fantastic. Even oh, better yeah. than the last one, actually. Because yep. there's a really cool scene where, like, a chase scene with Mr. Freeze where, like, they're chasing each other through these, like, freeways. And it looks like a, a complicated, like, freeway system, like, of intersecting, kind of like you'd see in, like, um, like Milwaukee or something. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, but these, like, giant, like, Greek statues that, like, go in between them. They just <laughs> yeah. kind of tower over with the skyscrapers. And it looks very, like, uh, Gotham to me. I think it looks re- very cool. It's, like, something you don't seen like any of the other like batman movies especially not the modern ones yeah one of the big set pieces is like this new observatory that wayne enterprises built and it's this huge like uh oh, circular building that's held up by a statue like a of, greek like, god holding up like a telescope to the skies i'm like that's fucking sick yeah so of course that telescope gets turned into a huge ice ray oh of Mr. course because he's gonna bring apart oh yeah can we talk about how the two villains in this movie are come together because Mr. Freeze wants to create, like, the next Ice Age, and Poison Ivy wants to protect plants. I feel like one of them's winning there, and the other one's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they kind of, like, try to justify it in a quick, like, minute montage with Ivy, where she's like, oh, well, we'll create an Ice Age, and everyone will die, and then slowly we'll re-back, like, rebuild back the plants. It's uh, like, well, are you I mean... going to fight Mr. Freeze? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like what your plan is. I mean, fair, but... Yeah, I, I mean, that... Re- I think she could take him, so... Yeah, that pretty much requires Mr. Freeze, like, giving up his Ice Age, like, at a certain point. Yeah, but so. I mean, if it's just those two, I think at that point she can just be like, well, you're dead. True, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she could work something out. Yeah. Uh... So, yeah, they use, of course, that giant uh, telescope that Bruce built, which he had to have known that was to speak. Somehow, here's the thing. It was a telescope. Like, yeah. they were building a telescope. Mm-hmm. I don't re- really understand how it got turned into a, a freeze ray. I don't either. But sure. Um, I mean, in this entire movie, Freeze was powering his ice gun and, like, all the ice like tech with diamonds yeah which... i don't know if that makes sense but honestly i don't mind it because i don't it care. gives him a cool hook to go robbing banks and stuff <laughs> yeah that's all i want <laughs> it gave us like a, a freaking diamond hockey puck scene so we'll take it yes that's a win <laughs> in my book yeah um so overall i'm actually kind of glad i watched this movie i wish it had been a little bit shorter yeah it um, does it uh, 90 minutes at most it did not mean need to be two hours yeah and like maybe give me a little more poison ivy yeah um because like she seemed to be like doing a lot of the heavy lifting she carried a lot of it like yeah. most of the scenes where i wasn't like looking at my watch seeing how much time had passed was <laughs> when she was on like camera okay here's the real question though which movie would you take over what Batman Forever or Batman and Robin? Which, which one is better? Yeah. Oh, I, I think Batman Forever is much better. I yeah. actually like Batman Forever. Yeah. I'm like, ta- I, I think it's not a bad movie. I'm taking that solely on just because uh, Kilmer Batman. Yeah. And I think like if the Riddler had been like a little, like honestly just played by anybody else, I think it would have been like people would remember it better. Yeah. If you take 
that like role. I mean, I'd maybe not take the whole character, but if you take like twenty minutes out of his scenes, like that's yeah. a way better movie. Just don't let him say joygasm and don't let him do a <laughs> bunch of pelvic thrusts at me, like right at the camera. Oh yeah, can we talk about how like they basically just hand me down Uma Thurman's uh, green spandex from Jim Carrey? <laughs> I think she pulls it off better, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, certainly. <laughs> but yeah, it's literally just the same suit. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, but yes, that was certainly a movie. Yes. Um, so yeah, next week we're going to be watching, uh, like I think they talked about it, Wonder Woman, so I'm happy to get into that, finally get into our Wonder Woman stuff. And oh, yeah. then on Christmas, we're going to be doing Klaus. We're going to be reading all of the Hell Klaus yeah. one-offs. Uh, Pump for that. So we can get a little Christmas spirit, a little Winter's Day spirit, I think as they call it. No, Yuletide. That's Yuletide, yeah. That's, that's right. Yep. Uh, but yes, and then after that, who knows? Uh, January, we'll see what mysteries yeah, that brings. It'll be a brand new year. Hopefully right. a better year. 2021, <laughs> uh, hopefully a little bit less cursed. At, yeah. At least 20 days after 2021. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> when a certain thing happens. Yeah, near the end of January. Yeah, around perfect. The 21st, I'll be feeling a lot better. Oh, yeah, certainly. All right, but that'll be the Batmans. All of the Batmans, including Dick and Damien. Uh, a happy Christmas and a happy December to everybody. Oh, yes. Goodbye. <laughs>